Hello, everybody. Happy Saturday. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. This is Bermanology. It is a commitment edition of the show as Dominic Kirks, a four-star defensive lineman from Riverside High School in Painesville, Ohio, has just announced his decision. He is heading to Ohio State. We're going to talk to Dominic about that decision, what led him to the Buckeyes, and more right now. Dominic Kirks joins us now. Dominic, congratulations. Huge decision for you today. How does it feel to know that you are going to be an Ohio State Buckeye? Like, is that crazy to you? Um, it's not crazy. It felt great. You know, um, my family was really excited. Um, I took the official visit with my mom and dad and, um, it got a little emotional in the room, you know, um, when coach Johnson, um, said, I have an offer, obviously the scholarship, you know, my dad, it was, it was a dream come true for my dad because he's been waiting about 30 years for this, you know? So, um, I'm happy for him, excited for him to see, watch me actually play, you know? Um, <clears throat> so it's, it's, it's surreal. But it's not crazy, you know. Um, I'm blessed, you know, um, at all times. I'm gonna thank God, thank my family. But it's a um, it's a great deal, you know. I'd like to talk a little bit about the process that got you here because uh, you were a name that people started to hear about on the recruiting trail like about a year and a half ago, two years ago. I mean, your size, the way you play, the the the, the potential you have on the field, people have seen that for the last two years. But because of injuries, because of a transfer, I think maybe you kind of got lost in the shuffle a little bit. Yeah. Why did you decide to to not sign with Washington a month ago? And did did Ohio State have anything to do with that, or was it just you trusting your your gut? Yeah. So, um, like I said, I want to thank God for everything because He really led me to the right decision. Um, I really trusted my gut, and, it, and my gut really told me not to sign with Washington. Um, I feel like it wasn't a great fit in the end. You know, um, it was two coaching changes. You know, Coach Schmidt, my position coach, he took a job. And I'm happy for him and his family, by the way. He took a job at San Diego State as a defensive coordinator. So I'm happy for him and his family. And um, he let me know early on. So um, I just felt like it was it was just a great move to not sign. I don't really think it had anything to do with Ohio State. Um, I just felt it in my gut that that just wasn't the place to be at the time. You know, Coach DeBoer going to Alabama, taking that head coaching job. I'm happy for him and his family as well. You know, and, um, I think I think it was really my gut telling me not to sign. Um, that's pretty much it, you know. Once you made that decision to not sign on signing day or the, uh, in the signing period, how different did the conversations with Ohio State go and how quickly did, did you notice that Larry Johnson was much more like in contact or, or was it even different? I mean, uh, that's something that because people I don't think really understand how this went down. Yeah, yeah. So um, after I decommitted, no, me and, me and Coach Larry Johnson, great guy. Um, we've been in talks for a long time since my sophomore year, you know, um, I think we weren't really pushing anything because my development throughout the years, it, it was kind of fast, but um, I noticed I was getting, I was getting better as a player and as a young man. And he, he really noticed that, but he didn't really want to push anything because he knew I was committed. And, you know, coach Jay, he takes things very slow. That's why I really respect him. And um, after I decommitted, he was really on me and on me. So um, that, that was a good thing. Um, but it was really after I decommitted that's that's when really things started to flow with um, Ohio State. As sure. you make this decision today, Dom, like what do you attribute this success that you've had to? I mean, is it your family? Is it just work ethic? What is it that has put you in this position? Uh, definitely my family and God. That's that's the two. That's the two things at the top. But um, another another thing that people don't really realize is I watch a lot of film and um, I watch a lot of tape on myself and, all, and a lot of great players. And um, all through the years, I've been doing that. So that's that's really that's really been part of my development. And um. I just watch I watch a lot of motivational videos as well, you know, um, trying to become a great young man as well. Um, trying to become a great young man, 
on and off the field. And um, I think Coach Johnson's going to help me with that more than anyone. So um, I credit I credit the film I watch, and, you know, the way the way I train as well too. Um, my body has changed. If you see my sophomore freshman year to now, my body has changed so much, and um, I'm really blessed enough to have that opportunity to develop to the young man I am now. Your, your high school recruiting profiles list you at like 6'5", 6'4", 6'5", 250 pounds. What does Ohio State see you doing on the defensive line? Is it a strong side defensive end spot? Is it more of a weak side? Where, where do you see yourself developing? And what's the plan that Larry Johnson has for you? Um, So they see me as a, more of a strong side defensive end. Um, Coach Johnson let me know when I get – as I get older and um, if I want to go to the pros, um, I'm, my body is going to, I'm going to get really big, you know, um, around 280. I was, he, he said around 280-ish um, when I get to the, if I get to the pros um, and bump me down um, to three take. So um, they, they see me as a strong side defensive end, you know, and um, I think I'm going to develop wherever I'm at. And, you know, I'm grateful enough to be in this position where um, I can, I can go down to a three take. I, I can't, I don't just have to stay, you know, at the defensive end, I can be as versatile as the team needs me. And um, that's pretty much where they see me at. Your rankings in the state of Ohio, again, I, I think are a little bit skewed because there was some injuries that kept you off the field a little bit as a yeah. senior. And, and, you know, you're the number 11 ranked player in the state. Do you feel at times like because of injuries, because of the transfer that you've been overlooked? And how, how does that motivate you moving forward? Um, I feel like I've been overlooked my my whole life, basically. Um, I, as some of these kids had great advantages, you know, going to camps early and stuff like that. My parents didn't really know about any um anything about that really, like the camps and stuff, you know, um, in the summer. So I really started off late, you know. But um, I'm blessed enough to know that I have developed as a player, and um, I realized that I don't think rankings really matter. You know, I don't really pay attention to stuff like that. Um, I'm blessed enough to be ranked and be in this position, but I don't think at the end of the day, um, we're, we got to we got to move on to that next level where rankings definitely don't matter once once you get in that room, get in that building, and um, I don't really pay attention to that type of stuff. But I'm just blessed to, um, no, I'm just blessed overall, you know. Let's let's go to that official visit. It, it happened uh, what two weekends ago, right? Uh, and you've had an or one weekend ago. Sorry, last weekend. Yep. Um, all these days are blurring together for me in January. It's what happens. Um, yeah. In a week, what was it like when you and your family got on campus and, and had the opportunity? Because it wasn't like a game day visit like you've taken to Ohio State where there's 45, 50 different recruits. You were the only official visitor in town. You had the full undivided attention of the coaching staff. Like, What did it mean to you to have that opportunity? And what, what really stood out to you about that visit that made you realize, hey, this is the place I need to be? Yeah, it meant a lot. Um, as soon as I stepped on campus, they they treated me with love. You know, um, Coach Murph, he was always the guy that um he was always the first guy that I seen every time I was on campus. You know, and um, I think I think that was a was a great was a great look for me because um to really see if the coaching staff really wants me wants me there. You know, I think that was the most important thing if they really want you there, no matter how much you love the program, they gotta want you there and want to feed um pour into you and develop you. And um, it just meant a lot because my dad—that was his first time being on campus. So um, it was it was a great experience for him. It was it was funny actually because he used to wander off just looking at a bunch of things like the trophies and stuff like that, looking at the TVs and stuff in the facility. And um, my mom been on campus before too, but it was it was just a different it was just a different experience. Um, I think the coaching staff did a really good job of showing me they want me there, 
and um, Coach Larry Johnson. He's more of a coach. He's more of a teacher than a coach. And um, he really just teaches me a lot of things. And I realized that that was the place for me to be. It was just a great experience the whole weekend, for sure. You know, it, it's an interesting time in Ohio State football right now, Dom. I mean, the, the reality is there's a lot of focus on the, the end of the season loss to Michigan for the last couple of years. Are you aware? I mean, are are you intimately aware of what Ohio State football is? I mean, growing up in Ohio, obviously your dad's a Buckeye fan. But like, does it does it mean more to you being a kid from Ohio to know you're going to play for the Buckeyes and that you now have a chance to to play in the game and to beat Michigan? I mean, what does this what does it mean to you? It means a lot to me. I'm a, I'm a competitor myself, and sometimes I gotta calm down because in high school football, it's, it's really different. Because not many kids are blessed enough to see the opportunities that I have. So I got to kind of treat them a little different, you know, on the competitive side. So I won't kind of hurt their feelings in a way, you know, and, I'm, and I think I'm a great leader as well. So um, I'm, a, I'm a competitor. So being in the team up north is a priority for me. And it's been a priority for me for a long time. And um, I've been a Buckeye fan for a long time as well. So um, it's just I'm a competitor, man. So it's just crazy. I, I know a lot about the rivalry and um. Being a hometown kid, not many kids from this town get to see the opportunities or even get to play at the Ohio State University. So um, it's it's great, you know, being able to represent Columbus, being be able to represent Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio, um, being down in Columbus and doing all types of great stuff. It just it's a blessing. Obviously, the plan from here is to sign your letter of intent on February seventh. I believe is the date for that. Uh, you're not enrolling early, clearly, because it's January twentieth, uh, and you're not enrolled. So clearly, yeah. <laughs> you're waiting until May uh, to to get there. Where where do you have to take the biggest steps, Dom, to get ready to contribute at Ohio State uh, as a freshman? Um, just getting prepared mentally. I think that's the biggest thing because it's a whole different level high school ball to college ball. And um, Coach Larry Johnson really let me know the things I really need to work on. And um, he was completely transparent with me, which is great. Not not many coaches do do that, and um, that's why I say he's he's more of a teacher than a coach. And um, I'm blessed I'm blessed to have him to coach me in the near future. And um, really just work on my hips, you know, my get off, and um, just just prepare mentally, watch a lot of tape, you know, get stronger because that's the most important thing as well. And um, just get mentally prepared for it all because not. Not every day is going to be a good day. You know, um, you're going to have bad days. It's about what you do with the bad days. It's about your reactions and how you um, move forward. And um, not many people do that. Many people crumble and um, because their mental isn't strong, you know. And um, I think that's probably the most important thing. How, how do you, as a young kid, get strong mentally? Like, what? I mean, obviously you've been through some stuff to, to get yourself into this position. Is it just trial by fire is it just learning to, to to go through the bad stuff and it's rare that a young person understands the mental side of of life not to be a i'm not trying to knock a bunch of teenagers but you know a, a lot of kids today are soft Tom, right so how did you get to this point where you understand that um i think it's a lot experience plays a plays a really good role and i think having i think having um parents that really teach you a lot of things also help you as well so um, my mom is just going to keep being on me, being hard, you know, um, tough love. I think that's the most important thing. That's the most important thing for you to grow as a young man. And um, I think experience plays a key role, too. So, you know, um, that's, that's going to help because I always had parents my whole life just being on me about being on my stuff, not getting mm -hmm. distracted. I'm sorry about that. You sorry about that. Okay. <clears throat> so I think um, that's probably the most important thing is 
experience and um having those parents that's willing to pour into you and keep it honest with you and um so that's that's probably the most important thing what number do you want to wear in college um that's a good question i i think i gotta work for it i gotta work for everything you know and um i know that block o means a lot and you have to go through a lot of things to to get the number zero so um i wore zero my last year of high school if you ain't know but um i wore six all through all through high school so i know sunny styles i know he got that number so um i don't know whatever i earn i think is is gonna be my number because whatever i earn is gonna be that number is gonna mean a lot to you know people in the room people out the room that's watching me play so um i think i'm gonna stick with the number i gave my freshman year and um because that's that's going to be the number i actually earn you know so in, in six, the NIL six, would be, six would be great six would be great but well those those single digits are hard to get as a freshman as you know yeah. uh yeah, that, sure. that, you know you may have to switch after that first year if you're going to want to roll into six because i don't think sonny's giving that up heading into yeah, yeah. Into this season in the NIL era, though, like that number is important. It's how you brand yourself. It's how you identify. You know, people identify you. Is there a is there a brand? Is there a company or a restaurant or a a, a, a type of place back home in Painesville that you're like, I want this company to to do an NIL deal with me? Who do you want to represent? I want to represent. I want to really represent my parents and the ones who believe in me. Um, in Painesville. I don't really have a I don't really have a restaurant in Painesville, but back back in Cleveland, um, I'll say I'll probably say Golden Corral just because um, when I was younger, my granddad used to always take us like the weekends and um, like they it was to the point where the staff at Golden Corral really knew who we were because um, we always went there when we were younger and um, my granddad used to take us there a lot. So I'll probably say Golden Corral. And, um, What's the go-to move on the Golden Corral buffet? Um, I like their mac and cheese. Their mac and cheese is really good. And um, the chicken, the fried chicken as well. I haven't been there in so long though. So um, the the fried chicken, and I'm I'm always like eager for dessert, like after I eat. So I try to finish up fast. So the dessert is um, dessert is really good too. Like the ice cream, they be having all types of toppings and stuff for it. So um, yeah. We're we're recording this two and a half hours before you announce your decision on social media. So, yes, I mean, now that you know that this is happening, how do you not have a plan to go to Golden Corral to celebrate today for lunch? Yeah, I might I might have to. You know, um, I'm gonna let my my granddad doesn't know yet. I know he's gonna be really ecstatic. You know, um, just really happy for me. He supports he supports me no matter what I do, and um, I know he's gonna be really happy. So, um, I'm definitely have to talk to him about that. You know, it's interesting. I mean, you made that visit last weekend. Everyone sort of assumed after that happened and after the Buckeyes offered that you would end up committing to Ohio State. But you've said nothing all week. You've been extremely quiet. You haven't gone on social media and put, the, I'm committing at 2 o'clock or whatever. So it, why why have you handled your recruitment the way you have? It's been pretty low-key, and I think you deserve a lot of credit for that. But, you know, is that just who you are? Is it people in your house telling you don't make a big deal of yourself, keeping you humble? Like, how how does that how does that work out? Yeah, I always want to stay humble. Um, this whole recruiting process has been a lot for me because in the beginning it wasn't it wasn't really much. You know, I was blessed enough to receive MAC offers and stuff like that, but I really wanted something bigger for myself, and I realized that. And I really just wanted to stay off the media as well. Um, sometimes, sometimes it's good, but sometimes it can be addicting. So, like, if I tweet something, I just want to look at everything, just look at what everyone views me, you know, and um. Stuff like that. I just didn't want to get distracted at all. Uh, talking with my family and really just reflecting on myself, looking at myself in the mirror. 
telling myself like what do i want to be and i don't think social media would have helped with that you know and, um that's just what type yeah. of person i am I that instant think. feedback loop can be very addicting, and it can it can be very good for you or it can be very bad for you but most of the time it's bad yeah. uh, so I, I think you're pretty smart for that look man i told you i'd keep it about 10 minutes we're a little bit over that so i'm gonna let awesome. you bounce really, really taking some time and, and talking about your commitment and and the decision congratulations man it is a a, a big day for you and your family uh, so once again, congrats. Man, I thank you. Thank you so much, man. I, I want to um thank you for this for this interview. Not many people get to do it, you know. And, um, um, God bless you for sure. And, um, no problem you. at all. Really thank you, you. Yep. Dominic Kirk's newest Ohio State commitment. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. This has been Bermanology on the podcast. Thanks for watching, everyone. We'll see you next time. Yes, sir. Go Bucks.